1: Listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Radio. It was the big news that came out of the NFL Sunday night: Cam Newton signing a one-year deal with the New England Patriots. Since then, he has posted a video via his YouTube channel, and now all the rumblings is how much better does this make the Patriots moving forward?
3: And first, we got to say that the movement has been modest. That if you think about. The buzz, the amount of attention, the talk radio time, the tweets, if that's one metric, and then you say, how does that compare with the amount of market movement, what effect the CAM signing has had in Vegas? I'd say a shockingly, and not borderline shockingly, small amount. So, how much has there been? One way to do it, the simplest way to assess a team, the Super Bowl odds. What's the chance of winning it before CAM? Patriots, 25 to 1. After Cam, 20 to 1. Improvement, modest improvement. Remember, Tom Brady, if he would have came back, in theory, we're just guessing here, Pats would have been 7 to 1, 8 to 1, 9 to 1, not 10 to 1, I don't think. So is Cam really that much worse than a 43-year-old Tom Brady. I really question that. I I believe, and I know, Jonas, you've kind of come down on the Brady side of this. Could you not make your case as much, but I'll say it like that. Make your case on how a 43-year-old Brady who is reaching an age, quite frankly, that's unprecedented, I think in the history of the NFL, 43-year-old quarterbacks and older have won two games, I think it is, or three, And we're expecting Brady to be better than a 31-year-old former MVP. Obviously, Brady at his peak was better. What's your thoughts?
2: Uh, This is recency bias, and I'm admitting to that right off the bat. I haven't seen Cam Newton play in quite some time, but I have seen Tom Brady, and although I will admit his skills have diminished, I just don't know what to expect with Cam Newton. So this is more based on what I've seen recently as opposed to if Cam comes back and he is healthy, I don't think there's much of a difference at this point in time between him and Brady, but I haven't seen it in quite a while with Cam Newton.
3: That is a very... I think reasonable answer. And to me, people usually make decisions like this based upon a value judgment of, well, you know, if we go a little left, right, and then they find that spot. Okay. <laughs> but here's the thing that with Cam, it's more of a dichotomy as in on one hand, if he's healthy, if he hasn't dropped off because of his age, even though he's only 31, there's one assumption, and then the other assumption is based on what we've seen when he was hurt with his foot those two games. What we saw the second half of 2018. That's another assumption. It could be worse than that in theory because he's older. Those two areas are very different, right? The the cam at the end that was playing in that game on uh, like we were talking about that prime time game. And he was shot you know shot putting the ball at the end of 18. Yeah. I think it was the uh, 14th game because he missed the last two is that guy is maybe not a top 30 quarterback, right, with that injury. Yes. And what we saw the beginning of 2015 is – oh, I'm sorry, check that. Uh, The beginning of 2018, the first eight games or so, literally that guy is top five, top eight quarterback, statistically for sure. Yeah. So which one is he? And which of the drop off? now, it seems obvious – that if injuries were the cause in the second half of 2018, which they were by all accounts, and the two games we did see him last year, he was so injured that he had to miss the rest of the season because it was an injury he got in the preseason last year, then that means that other than age, what we saw in 2018, the first half pre-injury, is what you would expect. And if someone's 31, Price, don't think age is going to mean all that much. So I totally get your point. Hey, show, you know, Missouri style, show me, baby. But if we had to project like Vegas does, I personally think Cam would be, if I had to over under it, understanding that if he was healthy, I think he'd be somewhere 9, 10, 11, 12. If he wasn't healthy, who knows? And that's kind of the brilliance of the Belichick bet. He won't play him if he's not playing well. If he, it's not like you only have Cam and some crappy backup. It's Cam with a guy, quite frankly, that Belichick was willing to go into the season with exclusively, uh, you know, with Hoyer as a backup. Stidham, and thus we either get the good Cam or we don't get Cam. And that is, I think, the brilliance of Belichick's move. So you're splitting the difference, and I think that's valid Belichick only cares about the upside, if that makes sense. Do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I also think that people are assuming that all of a sudden, all this workload is going to be dropped on Cam Newton's lap. I can't think of one game last year that the Patriots won because of Tom Brady. I honestly can't go back and think of one game. You can go back to some of the early games against Buffalo where they won that game. It was a big matchup. Buffalo was talking. I think they might have been undefeated at the time. It wasn't like Brady went up and down the field on that Bills defense. It was a special teams touchdown. It was the defense making plays. And that's really how all of last year looked for New England. So the idea that Cam can't at least possibly do that much and they could still be a double-digit win team, I, just, I, I don't think it's that far-fetched.
3: I think it's unequivocal that Cam, the first half of 2018, was markedly better than Brady last year. Yeah, fair. And, and we're not just arbitrarily saying the first half. I mean, he there was one hit with T.J. Watt that it's like that is the identifiable fork in the road that his shoulder wasn't the same after that. And it And the fact he kept playing, to me, is gutsy. To me, it's like you give the guy credit, a guy that people say maybe he's not as focused on football as he should be all the time, a guy that you can make teammate criticisms of. Obviously, Carolina wanted to get rid of him, right? So you could say that's an indictment. But what isn't an indictment, it's the opposite, is he played so uh, tough through that injury in 18. And if anything, if he would have stayed out, if that would have been the last play of the season – and he would have sat out the rest, how different would this narrative be? We're punishing Cam because he toughed toughed it out on the field. And, again, that's a bad thing because what's it going to make other players think? Hey, you know, maybe I shouldn't play even. I could, but I'm not 100%. And how do you ever assess that? You can't force a guy to play because injuries are something that, you know, obviously you could – try to make a case that hey this guy isn't playing and sue him but that's never gonna happen. So in general player decides when he plays Cam gutted it out. He had 19 touchdowns and five five turnovers I think it was or less in 2018 the first eight games before that hit. I mean this is not this this was better in some ways than his MVP season Bill Barnwell from ESPN said at the time MVP voting, he would have had Cam the fourth MVP. And that was literally two years ago. And it's literally the last time Cam has played without a major injury. I'm RJ Bow straight out of Vegas. But even so, the market is saying 25 to 1 to 20 to 1. That's it. Now, Fezzik, who's, I would say, a Cam hater. I'm not going to say it's personal. I just, you know. Archie Bunker style. He doesn't like Cam, and he thinks Cam's worth three points over Stidham, which is a lot. If you extrapolate out for a season, if you have a quarterback that's three points better than the alternative, you're gonna um, win on average one and a half more games. Vegas math for the season. So Fezic thinks that the line should have uh, the win total should have went up. Even more than that, but the win total only went up a half a game. So we talked about the Super Watch, 25 to 1 to 20 to 1. Now, the second piece of kind of the Dow Jones, the health of a team, is their win total 16 games. How many games are they going to win of the 16? Over under was below nine wins for the Pats without Cam, went up to nine and a quarter wins. So it went up about a half a win as of. Yesterday, so that was the first 24 hours or so reaction. Since then, it's gone up a little bit more. So it's moving towards nine and a half. So it was a little less than nine. Now it's a little less than nine and a half. Still not anywhere near the game and a half move that Fezzik believes it should have been. And usually when the public is wrong, Jonas, I think it's going to be biased. It's, oh, they like that guy too much because he's flashy, or they don't like that guy enough because he's not, or whatever, right? In this case, wouldn't you agree that the amount of talk, the amount of, you know, oh, my gosh, the Patriots are going to be good that you've seen on social media and heard on the shows far exceeds – the modest move that the market is attributing to Cam?
2: Yeah, it was, and I think also a little bit of it was we were just so excited to have an actual football story to talk about that I think people went really, really over the top with the coverage and their excitement for it, but then when, and I was fascinated to find out what the movement was, and then when you guys laid it out and just said, yeah, it hasn't really moved all that much, that was a little bit surprising to me, just based on the positive feedback that the Patriots and Cam Newton got for the move on Sunday.
3: And I'll tell you, I, I respect your opinion about the pulse of the sports media as much as anyone. I think you're wrong on this one, and here's what I mean. Is Cam – if I said in the last five years since Peyton Manning left or you know, went to Denver, we'll say, is who's been the biggest quarterback that <laughs> – I guess Brady certainly meets that criteria, That, that let's say change teams. But after Brady – who was the biggest quarterback that, that left the team and there was a sense of where's he going to be next? Wouldn't Cam maybe be number two?
2: Oh, man. Um, next to, well, Kaepernick. I mean, I mean,
3: yeah, but he never got signed. So if Kaepernick got signed, that'd be a conversation, right? But it, like in a way him not getting signed means we never got to this point.
2: Uh, yeah, I would have to think on that, but I off the top he's of my right head he's yeah, right there though, right? Yeah, oh yeah, he's within uh, a handful of guys it would be in the top, yeah.
3: Okay. So except for Brady, he's right there in the top tier, maybe the, the second right behind Brady. And what not you say when it came to an open spot, who's going to fill it a quarterback that we haven't seen, maybe this was the biggest in the history of the NFL. That the when the goat of all time with Belichick still there, so now it's Belichick versus Brady. To to fill that spot was probably as much anticipation as anything we've ever had a spot to fill, right?
2: Yeah, I would say that. Um, possibly the Brett Favre return, although that was a little bit different, uh, him going to Minnesota. But as far as coach already established, based on the fact that the greatest quarterback of all time just left, and you follow that up with With, an MVP, with some
3: acrimony, in yeah. a way. I mean, not that it was explicit, but there was a sense of those two at, at odds. Yeah, Valichet. So, to me, it's one of the couple most interesting quarterbacks changing teams in five years with the empty spot at quarterback that might be the greatest of all time. It feels like in a way, a bigger story than it's being made to be. I think cam being on the market so long has dampened it a little bit. Whereas if it had happened right after he was released, it would have been huge, I think. And it just, I, I'm so surprised there hasn't been more movement.
1: 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus
4: to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from
5: the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs?
2: So, RJ, much of the talk around the NFL has been the signing of Cam Newton to the New England Patriots, and there may have been a mistake made by several people in the city of Las Vegas, your city, Las Vegas.
3: Oh, I love when Vegas makes mistakes. So uh, there's a casino in Vegas, Westgate, and they uh, are pretty ambitious with their booking, where the thing about bookies are most bookies are actually more bookkeepers than bookies, as in, they want equal action on each side, and they don't want to open up odds until someone else has. So imagine if Fezzik, who's back tomorrow, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, professional batter, is imagine Fezzik said, you know, Jonas, I think the odds on this game in the NFL should be three and a half. And I say, you know, Jonas, I think it should be four. And let's say somehow, some you had some other source you valued, and be careful, but you do. And then let's say they said four. Now, you're not a bookie. You're not inclined to be one, but would you be scared to put up four or would you feel pretty good four was the right number?
2: I would feel pretty good four is the right number. Yeah, it's Multiple
3: a consensus. It. And yeah. if people started betting it and it moved, you'd think I'm going to move in that direction, right? So it's follow follow the leader. Most bookies are not leaders, they just follow. And a bookie that's willing to put up the world opener, they're saying, yeah, I got the VIG on my side, no doubt. But I have to be – I'm betting the world that I'm right in a way with the VIG is what the bookie's doing. That takes guts. A bookie that will open a world opener, you got to respect them. A bookie who doesn't is like a bookkeeper with green eye shades, and they make good money, but they're cockroaches usually because they hate to lose. You might say, RJ, who ever likes to win? Or, you know, or I'm sorry, whoever likes to lose. Well – if losing is the way to make more money, you don't mind losing, right? Meaning against a certain player, hey, that guy, he's good. Fezzik, like Fezzik has limited action at about half the casinos in Vegas, whereas there's some that won't let him bet at all. There's some that have his limits really low, and there's one that actually only lets him bet once a day. He can bet normal limits, but he can't just sit and watch the screen. All that saying they don't want his action. Why? Because he wins. OK, that seems smart, maybe not to want that action. But how much money could they make by just taking the bet, accepting they were going to lose something on that. But now they know what the right side so they can tweak the line. There's all kind of ambitious ways you can use good information, but that takes talent. And a lot of these guys, quite frankly, don't have it. Westgate, give them credit. They are ambitious about world openers and such. But boy, were they asleep at the wheel. So Cam was unsigned Sunday, earlier in the day, no doubt. And there was odds on Cam winning the MVP. So, you know, who knows? He might not even have gotten signed. And if he got signed, he might not be the starter. If he, but if he even was a starter, it might be with a bad team. In fact, almost certainly it'd be with a bad team, right? Who else needs a quarterback? Except for the Patriots. The odds were 300 to 1. So a dollar would have won you three hundred. So Cam Newton, you know, new over the wires, baby, to the Patriots, and this guy jumped on the app, fired a hundred bucks at three hundred to one. So he now has a ticket. Cam Newton, three hundred to one, a hundred wins you thirty thousand. What do you think of that?
2: I, I like it because, well, first of all, if it hits, it's a legendary story. But also the fact that I think we can all agree that the MVP isn't just about so much statistics as it is the story that goes yep. along with what the statistics are and what the season is. And if New England has a great season and Cam Newton's playing well enough that New England's on pace to make another run at a Super Bowl, he's got to be in the discussion top three or four MVP discussion. I would think in the, in the NFL,
3: no doubt. And remember there are the cam detractors like Fezzik. But if you think about it, the media in general are cam fans. I mean, if you listen to, you know, the get up show, the get up type shows, the first thing, first type shows, a lot of cam love on those shows. I'm not talking about those shows in particular, though. I know in get up there is for sure. Um, I don't quite remember on first things first uh, my, a ton of Cam stuff recently, but I don't I, you know I only watch clips on YouTube, so I might have missed it. But the um, in general, would you agree with me? The amount of love of Cam in the media, it, you know, they always said like of certain politicians, like his core constituents were the media. Like John McCain was loved by the media more than any voter right or you know yeah. so not saying that's right or wrong or whatever but it seems like cam is loved by the media more than any fan base
1: be sure to catch live editions of straight out of vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. eastern 3 p.m. pacific
4: up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
1: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
3: Colin Cowherd, he had a segment talking about Cam, maybe it's gonna be problematic because the Patriots, Belichick, don't put up with the BS and that, hey, you want a special accommodation, you want um, you know, special treatment not gonna get it there and hey Carolina accommodates you and oh by the way they built the offense around you they brought in uh, you know special OCs coordinators it's like whoa 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 I agree a hundred percent with half of this but I believe the other half is crazy and here is the half I agree with no BS right you're late for a meeting you're gonna get the same consequences as anyone else in fact, From what I understand, Belichick loved to rip into Brady because he figured Brady can take it. And oh, by the way, if people see that, they're not going to think they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. So no doubt about it. But when it comes to customizing, optimizing the scheme, that's something that New England specializes in. Remember, Mike Lombardi, who has helped my insight, friend of the show, helped my insight into Belichick immensely. Said the three things we know about the quarterback situation This is before Cam was signed with the Patriots is one, it'd be a reasonable price, which it was the the cost. Number two, it would be that there'd be a competition for the starting job. And number three would be that they would customize the offense to whoever was going to be the starter. The Patriots literally week to week will change their offense based on the weakness of the other team more than any other team. They'll change it. One week they run 40 times. Next week they pass 40 times. So their ability, it's built into the system. The Pats will have the offense that will maximize Cam's value if he is the starter. Now, I do think it's a question if you have two potential starters, what offense do you see? And I'm not sure how they're going to handle that. But in general, that accommodation when it comes to breaking rules and stuff, there is none. When it comes to optimizing the chance of the player succeeding, the Pats do it better than anybody else.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.